Hello to all of you unconventional conventionists out there. This week on Rocky Talkie, we are beyond excited to introduce you to this week's super special guest host. This week, we're going to be joined on air by the incredibly lovely and talented Danny from the JCCP, aka Mix Universe. Hi, Mix. Hi, I am super excited to be here. I uh, love Rocky Talkie, and I'm really excited to hang out with you guys. We're so excited to have you. Absolutely. So, Mix, before our full-length episode drops, we'd love to give ourselves and all of our listeners a chance to learn about you, your time within our community, and to do that, we've put together a little Q&A sesh for you. Are you ready to get grilled? You can grill me, fry me, bake me. Let's do this. Excellent. Awesome. All right. So first question that we ask all of our guests, we love to hear about people's Rocky origin stories. So what was yours? When did you see the movie in the Shadowcast for the first time? What was that experience like for you? Yeah. And once you got your Rocky cherry popped, how, how did you become a cast member? What made you decide that this was the thing that you wanted to be doing with your weekends for fucking ever? <laughs> it's actually funny you said that because that is almost word for word what went through my head. So I uh, initially, when I was invited to come see Rocky Horror, I thought it sounded really dumb. Um, and I thought it sounded like, you know, I, I even heard, you know, the basic plot of the movie, if you can call it, you know, a plot. Um, and I remember thinking, this is stupid. And I even watched the movie the <laughs> night before. And I remember during science fiction double feature, I like went into the kitchen. I like poured myself a, a pop. And uh, <laughs> that's how you know I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm going to call it pop. Um, and I, in that amount of time, I came back and there were still just lips on the screen. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> but I was the friend with the car. Uh, so I sort of had to go. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was eventually convinced. I was 18 and I was even still in high school. And my friends uh, dragged me out to the Oaks Theater in Oakmont. And I remember walking into the theater and immediately just like kind of completely changing my tone. Matter of fact, it was before I even walked in the door. I walked out of the parking lot and I looked up at the front door and there were just people dressed in God even knows what these people were thinking when they put their clothes on, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you all look like giant weirdos and I'm so here for it. And I completely like, I 180 in my head and I was like, I, I have to be a part of this. I have to be a part of this now and always. And who was hiding this from me? So I stuffed my pride in my purse and was like, all right, you two friends, I am going to be auditioning for this. How do you think I should go about this? And they told me, go talk to one of the people in the costumes. So Fair. I did. Yeah. I mean, it made sense to me. <laughs> I walked up to the person who was playing Columbia because they looked the most approachable and Columbia was the best character in my opinion. Still is. Legit. Mm -hmm, I still feel mm -hmm. that way. Um, and I uh, asked them, how, how, how do I become a part of this? And they told me to send an email. So I did. And I got to audition as Magenta opposite the very attractive man who had played Riff Raff. So that was a bonus for me Ooh. as well. I think it fed my performance really. <laughs> uh, and that, that was history. I, think I went three years without ever missing a single show. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was, you were there and you immediately were like, yep, don't need weekends anymore. This is where it's at. Yep. I immediately started turning down jobs that were like, oh, you have to work Sunday mornings. I was like, nope, sorry. Can't do it. <laughs> I, got, I got Rocky on Saturdays. I know that one. That's for sure. Yep. 
Awesome. All right. Now, Mix. Okay. So you've seen the movie. You've joined the cast. You're playing alongside this very attractive man. Yes. <laughs> you were on cast for some time, and your next step was taking on a leadership role in your group, right? Could you tell us about how that went down? Yeah. So um, I think anybody who's known me more than five minutes will tell you that I am an oldest child, and it shows <laughs> <laughs> because I always feel the need to, to take charge of, of everything. I've learned to tone it down. But I do think that my first forays into cast leadership definitely tested my ability to control myself when it wasn't my turn to take control. Mm, mm. So I remember my first time, um, our cast is rather unique in that we have different directors uh, each month. Mm-hmm. And so I was voted in to direct the shows for one month. And the person who was directing opposite me had been in cast for pfft, a really long time compared to me especially uh and I remember sort of like grabbing the reins and running forward and like sort of like putting a cast list together like in my head and like you know starting to like talk to people about the show without even referring to her and I'm like she sits me down she's like listen you need to reel it in a little bit (laughs) and uh I don't know that I would have been as gentle with me as she was (laughs) So, but it was very appreciated and I I did take the note and I did reel it the heck in and uh, I moved on to become, uh, I have held a couple of different positions within our cast because we also rotate through leadership positions. We do Mm -hmm. like yearly Mm -hmm. elections and I, so I've held a position of treasurer. I have held the position of the vice president and then I was also, I'm now an arbiter, Mm. which is Essentially an HR department, but it's just me. <laughs> a cast with an HR department. Uh, necessary, I highly recommend but, it. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I, it's honestly, it's very nice to have a medium where, especially if like a cast member is frustrated with leadership, they're sort of like a go-to person to bring that up to. And vice versa, you know, leadership can be like, hey, you know, I'm noticing this vibe in the cast and I'd like, you know, want to address like people are starting to get, I don't know, blase about taking care of each other's costumes and I'm seeing people get upset about it like it's a good way of like seeing issues and like kind of nipping them in the bud before people get mad at each other oh absolutely that 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 neutral you know third party kind of vibe that like and you guys are such a big cast like you kind of need it right we would do it's difficult it can be emotionally laborious but I also love it I have a taking care of people complex that's the medical term so (laughs) (laughs) amazing okay okay on on to some fun stuff so we'd love to hear about your like most pipe dream rocky aspiration what kind of stuff do you think would be just absolutely cool as fuck to work on but you know maybe it may not ever happen be it budget time space constraint any of these things but like what would you just love uh so i i really want to do the rocky horror show Mm. like really badly I would probably give my left tit to, perf- in fact, take the right one too. I don't really need them anyways. But I, <laughs> but yeah, I would, I would just love. And there was a time that I tried to convince our cast that we, as a shadow cast, could do the whole Rocky Horror stage show. For some reason, people weren't as into it as I was. Bit of a I, tough sell, eh? Little bit, yeah. Um, these people aren't used to using their voice. Turns out on stage mm. and. Uh, Guess I can't fault it. 
But, oh, my God, hey, let's do the Rocky Horror Show. Come to Pittsburgh and let's do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know that we are all about that shit. So I mean... I'm here to sell my pipe dream. That was the whole reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun one. I mean, we just went up to Providence and we saw Rowan play Rocky in the Rocky Horror Show. And it was really cool. Oh, that's awesome. I think if you got the right group together, but it is definitely, definitely a different animal. Yes, mm-hmm. very much so. Okay, Mix. One last question before we close out. We would love to hear about the best way that being part of our Rocky community has affected your real life. So I could I could answer this question and take the whole episode to do it, but I won't. I'll, I'll highlight one thing that um, I really appreciate that Rocky has helped me hone my people skills mm. because I think that the the JCCP for me specifically is like a really good like microcosm of I don't want to say society as a whole because I think that maybe the JCCP is perhaps a little bit more, I'm going to say, progressive than society as a whole. Uh, that, that's probably a very, very fair mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I do, I find it a, a good sort of analogy for a lot of different real life situations, right? And I think that the fact that a Rocky Shadow cast is obviously such like a grassroots experience, people sort of have to get creative and aren't necessarily like trained and working together yeah so I think it's a really it's a good example of different ways to like manage people and get along with people and work as a team and all those good interpersonal skills I think have been extremely honed by working with the JCCP for me Uh, and that extends too to the greater Rocky community now that I'm more so a part of that you know I I love people and I think the Rocky community has introduced me to easily like the most interesting people in the whole world, I'm pretty sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, right? it, it, it's what we love about it. We wouldn't be doing it if it was just, you know, the movie. It's it's all yeah. about the people. And, and it, exactly what you're talking about. It's such a good avenue to kind of... You know, for a lot of people, it may be their first experience to working in big groups towards a, you know, kind of a unified effort towards putting on a show or something like that. And then once you learn that, you get to start teaching other people that. And that's just, that's so powerful. It's such a wonderful tool to learn, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I love about it, too. And I feel like especially for people who are like, like you said, kind of people people, you know, the kind of people who want to take care of others and like make sure they're okay. It's such a good place for that because there does tend to be so much need, especially with the people who are coming on and like finding themselves. I've certainly found that Rocky does that for me, you know, like it's a really good way to sort of hone that and get better and also feel like a sense of personal fulfillment because you're helping other people that you care about. Yeah, it's very much an extension, I think, of the the uh, queer chosen family phenomenon, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, those of us who don't necessarily fit in in our biological families want to find a different group to, to attach ourselves to. Um, and I think Rocky is a, the perfect place for, for such a person. Absolutely. All right, Mix, thanks so much for chatting with us today. We've really loved getting to know you, and we can't wait to have you on this Thursday's episode. But before we go, are you or your cast doing anything really cool that you'd like to tell all of our listeners about? Yeah, uh, definitely. So um, on, I believe it is June 6th. Well, so uh, this is my second ever podcast recording. My first one occurred just earlier this week for an episode of a podcast called Exit the Proscenium. Oh, cool. And I talked about Rocky Horror. 
nice. So imagine. Right? <laughs> uh, and I, I thought it was great coincidence that this has happened uh, so quickly in succession, but I'm super into it. I'll talk about Rocky all the time. Um, so, you know, if you run out of episodes of Rocky Talkie and want to listen to more Rocky, there's that episode coming out. And then on June, uh-oh, I'm blanking on the date, June 4th, the JCCP is uh, being visited by cast called Chocolate Covered Rocky Horror from Baltimore. Ooh. They are a super amazing shadow cast, uh, and they are unique in that they do their own sort of interpretation of Rocky Horror. They're a little less literal than your usual shadow cast, but they incorporate their own costumes, choreography, and all the great stuff. They're going to be coming up to our performance space, and the JCCP will be participating in their show with them. So that is big excite and absolutely worth coming out to Pittsburgh for if you're out of town. Uh, I highly recommend it. And that's over your Pride weekend too, right? Yep. Yep. That is the first weekend of Pride here in Pittsburgh. We, I think, are doing two weeks worth of events, actually. Awesome. So that's going to be like the kickoff to your big Pride party. Absolutely. And uh, where can we go to find more information about that? So if you go to Chocolate Covered Rocky Horror's Facebook page, you will, of course, find information there. You can also go to JCCPPGH is the handle for the JCCP on all social media. And of course, we are the Junior Chamber of Commerce Players on Facebook. I believe there's already an event page up and everything. Amazing. And of course, we're going to link all of this in our show notes too for our listeners. Amazing. So Mix, thanks again for joining us. And if you want to hear more from all three of us, be sure to tune in to this week's episode of the Rocky Talkie Podcast, where you're going to hear all the latest news and updates from the Rocky Horror community. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.